Welcome to Anything and Everything. I'm Stephen Argente and every week I like to sit down with a guest for an hour or so to talk about anything and everything under the sun. Our guest for this episode is my very special friend, Mr. Errol Silvestre. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. For tonight, we have a very, very special guest. This friend has been with me for... It hasn't been the longest time because I have friends who have been with me for longer times, but he's definitely one who has progressed over the friendship hierarchy very, very quickly over the span of like less than a year. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Christian Errol Silvestre. Say hello to everybody, Errol. Hello. I'm giving myself fanfare. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just <laughs> giving yourself your own fanfare. That's so sad. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I have to, you know, motivate myself. That's true. Welcome to the podcast. How are you feeling? I'm so glad to be here. This is very exciting. It's very exciting to hear you talk. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very excited too. I'm very very excited. Thank you so much for being here. And um, as a quick first question because personally i don't remember i like to ask the guests on my show especially my friends when did we first meet like do you remember oh you know what i was thinking about this ever since uh, you know ever since that um because i know that you this is one of the questions this is a staple this is a staple this is a staple question question. yeah um uh honestly i don't know um i honestly would like to answer that like we've met we've met uh, our first meetings are just like layers like yeah we met each other through like we've met each other through like different through friends yeah exactly but like we never um, actually like, like met met like the two of exactly us. like it wasn't like, until like a, a few I've years i met later. you as an org person yeah I've met you as we went to the St. Tracy Vaughan concert and yeah, you, like, you, hey, that's you, right? We weren't, <laughs> like, we weren't, I remember um, that. I remember that Troy Savant concert. We weren't close yet. And then I was sitting at the VIP area no. and then my phone just dinged and then it was from you and it was and just a, a photo, photo of me photo of from where you were sitting. <laughs> and I was like, yes, what exactly. this is some stalker exactly. shit. And we weren't super close <laughs> then. That was 2019. Exactly. We weren't super close at that time. Yeah. But I, I like to think that like that's you know, when we, that's when we started that. getting close. Yeah, the funny thing about that was that like I, it didn't even cross my mind that we were we weren't like super close. I was just like yeah. I've met this person once or twice, <laughs> and if, like it feels very it feels like a very casual relationship to just be like oh this is a conversation striker. That's uh, true. And so I just sent it to you, and it's just like oh I did it. Like now that I'm hearing it back, like. Oh yeah, we weren't close. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I like to think uh, we were, that, that moment jump started uh, yeah. our relationship, like our friendship. Exactly. Right. Um, but I think like the first moment talaga that we, you know, interacted was um in Plato. Um I was drinking with some friends and you were having some real talk, I believe, something. Um over like by a table over. Um yeah, by a table so, over, yeah. I, I yeah I called you over when that was all done and you know like you kept hanging out with uh, my friends and I'm like okay I guess this is 
a thing I have to deal with now. <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to deal with me. I am so, so sorry. That must be so hard uh, for you. Uh, you know what? It. I believe, you know, for personal reasons, I won't say. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was harder for you than it was for me. So, no, you know, really. thanks I, for that. <laughs> I kind of, like, just got along with everybody. And you, you know me, Errol. I'm the kind of person, like, if someone needs my help, I'm going to be there. Like, an example was, I remember I was at a graduation party with a friend of mine who had just recently graduated. And you messaged me, like, I think you were in, like, a little bit of a panic. And you were like, Mm -hmm. oh, blank is blank, blank, blank. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to be there. I'm sure you remember this. Do you remember? Redacted is redacted. redacted. (laughs) You remember this, right? You remember this story. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. And basically, I was I was like, I had to cut the graduate graduation party short. And when I left, everyone else kind of just like left also. So I feel bad about that. But then I was like, a friend needs help, so I really don't care. I'm I love mm-hmm. my friend who graduated. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> but yeah, and then like but you yes. told me the friend, our friend was blank, 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 blank. So I was blank, like, blank, okay, I'm gonna be there. Doing other things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But um, oh, for bad. our listeners, for our listeners, Errol is since the Troy Sivan concert thing, the 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 concert where he sent me a photo of myself sitting in the VIP area, and I was intensely looking for him from where he sent the photo from. I was so confused and scared, like a little bit. That parang is he stalking me? <laughs> Is this I am one like of have the many admirers of yeah, the Stephen Arhente. Of the Stephen Arhente. <laughs> but since then, I would say that our friendship grew. Like, um, you yeah, know, you mentioned that uh, you mentioned that I started yes. hanging out with um your friends, and then I think yeah. the focus went from like being friends with your friends to just us being friends. You know, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah but yeah, for our listeners though. Yeah. Errol is like one of my Kaladkaran friends. Like, there are times na like I remember this. I was I was I wasn't weirded out. It was kind of just like a little bit awkward for me when um I was at beach. I was studying for like I think it was a midterm, and mm-hmm. you messaged me out of the blue na like hey sangka and I'm just like at beach bakit. And you were like, okay, on the way. And I'm like, what? Okay, on the way. Why? <laughs> what? He's coming here? I'm studying. And I and believe then, like that, that uh, I went to you and I, I don't think I did anything. I, I think I was just like sitting by the table. Yeah, you were you, you were, were sitting like, on the table and, and you then. were like, you were like watching me smoke while I was on my laptop and stuff. And you were doing your own thing on your yeah. own, in your phone or something, and then it was just, it felt awkward. So I struck yeah. up a conversation with you, and that's where it all began. Can you believe? And now, guess, yeah, yeah, and now like two, three years later, we're here. We're here. We're in here. We're in a podcast. eternally trapped. That's true. We are eternally trapped for eternity. But yeah, so um. I'm really excited for you to be on this podcast. One of two main reasons is, number one, you've seen me at my best. Number two, you've mm-hmm. also seen me at my worst. So I'm very curious. Um, for now, though, my question for you is, 
what is your favorite Stephen Errol moment? Like, do you have a best Stephen Errol moment? Do you have a best Stephen Errol moment? You know what? Ako, with ako, my... ako, I do. Oh my God, you do? Okay. Do. Um, if you can go first, just to jumpstart my memory, I have really okay. bad memory. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, But I'm pretty sure I do. For me, for me, it was, um, I remember it was like 11 p.m. I was, I, I, I just had dinner with some of my children because I have children, you guys. Not biologically, but I have org children before but they're still my children he's, now he's even though I'm outside right of the org <laughs> what he's actually pregnant right now i am uh, i am pregnant this, i am pregnant he's right around now. like six months yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby's starting to show uh but yes mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> oh i had gosh. just finished dinner with a couple of my children and i was smoking with one of, with one of my kids sikiru i was smoking with her at umall and We yeah. saw you, and you were like, "Oh, I'm going home." And I'm like, "Do you want to go to Tagaytay?" <laughs> so, Errol <laughs> oh, was like, "Oh, you, you remember this? You remember this?" And then I yes. asked Keruna, like, yes. "Do you want to go to Tagaytay?" And she was like, "Okay, sure, yeah." So, we and and I, I when when I asked you and you said yes, I thought you brought your car, like I legit thought you brought your car. But then you were like. Oh, my car is in Laguna because oh, Errol lives no. in Laguna, and I was like, "Okay," and I don't know why we didn't stop there, but we continued. We commuted to your house in Laguna, which was so fucking far. Yeah. And when we arrived at your house, the car wasn't there. It was at your tita's house oh, near no. Nuvali, so we had to. Mm-hmm. Errol, Errol left me in Keru in. Where, where was that? I don't know what it's called. Uh, Paseo in like a 7-Eleven somewhere. It wasn't a 7-Eleven um, though. You you left at a, us at a 7-Eleven, but you told us to wait on the other side of the street. And you guys went around. Yeah, yeah you, you told us to wait on the other yeah. side of the street. So Keru and I, just the two of us, we were together. And then um, Errol, after like 20, 30 minutes, Errol came by with a car <laughs> And then this was like around three or four in the morning now. And I was like, we haven't even gotten to Tagaytay yet. And he was like, you know what? You know what? This is okay. And I told him this um, story of... This is not okay. <laughs> this is not okay. I told him about this story of like... Because um, I have this script writing manual called Tripto Kiapo by Ricky Lee. And uh, it says there that there are three types of writers. One the person who knows how to get to Quiapo and goes there via the directions. Two, the person who knows how to get to Quiapo but still took his time and basically just went around and everything to get to Quiapo. And three, the third writer who is the best writer, um, the person who went over hills and mountains and rivers and seas and nawala pa siya along the way. But Along the way, with his writing, he made the readers realize that this, wherever this was, this was Kiapo. So I told Errol, like, you know what? This is okay. This is fine. Because maybe, maybe, maybe this is Tagaytay. Even though we're smack dab in the middle of Laguna. And then we just decided to go home. 
we just decided to go home because the sun was starting to to go up, and you had to drive us back. And um, I yeah. remember Kiru yeah. was in the back seat and she was sleeping, and I was on my usual passenger side, passenger seat, and um, we were just blasting music with the windows down while we were smoking, like very yes. teenage angst yes. movie. And that it was so I, that's that's also when we started like. We had it. We had that idea, and we were just like, "Oh, let's make this an actual playlist." So yeah, yeah, there yeah. Is a, a playlist in Spotify um, called um, "Songs That Will songs Make that You Go." You feel, songs that will make uh, yeah, you go. I swear, in that go. moment, we were infinite. So exactly. that was a collaborative so playlist between that. the two of us. <laughs> oh my yes, god, guys, oh my this is so stressful. But yeah, but yeah, that was my favorite oh my um, Stephen Errol moment, along with Kiru, I guess. Yeah. Along with Karu, and you know what, Karu, I'm pretty sure Karu enjoyed all of it. She I'm pretty sure she did too. And heard us, heard us sing our hearts out. Yeah, I remember the song <laughs> that I loved. Oh it was Jet Lag. Wonderwall. Wonderwall, Jet Lag, <laughs> oh. uh, Moment of Truth, exactly, yes. Tonight, the classics, the 2000s classics. The classics. But yeah, what about uh, you? Yes. What, what's your best Stephen Arrow moment? You know what, that story did not. When I said I it, it I wanted to jump start my memory, it didn't jump start my. I was too engrossed in the memory for anything else to come up. Um, gosh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think my favorite Stephen and Daryl moment would just be like all the quiet somber moments oh, yeah, after the party's gone. Like, we had a lot of that, and, like, all of them were just, like, you know, it's just little pieces of nuggets of, peace. of just, like, golden wisdom. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, like, you know, like, every time we're just, like, together, I kind of just, like, expect that, like, you know, yeah. one of these times, it's, it's going to be a somber moment. It's going to be, like, a, That's a very quiet moment. That's true. A very distinct, you know, like as as yeah, mm-hmm. a very distinct memory oh, no, that like, comes I was to just my mind. Say, like, Sorry, you go oh, first. Go you go first. You go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> very messy. Uh, <laughs> no structure um, at all. Not at all. Um, and yet here we are in Tagaytay. <laughs> in Tagaytay. This um, is Tagaytay. This is Tagaytay. Um, you know, I, I was just gonna say like um. Uh, as as far as like our friendship goes, like though we have been in parties, we also both understand the importance of like the quiet moments, the breathing room, we the do. you know, just like the solemnity. And so, like I think that's part of our dynamic as like a, a as like you know, yeah, a yeah. friendship. Yeah, that's true. Our yeah. part of our relationship is just like enjoying the quiet moments as well as like mm-hmm. going wild and hard yeah on like the yeah right like yeah we both know how to party but we both know how to appreciate the appreciate the times. silence and peace <laughs> exactly that comes after i remember a very yeah. distinct memory a very distinct memory that comes to mind was um it was daisy who's our mutual friend it was daisy's birthday and at around 2 or 3 in the morning, we went 
to the sea. We, I took you to I took you guys to the boulevard, which is one of my secret yes. places. For our listeners, yes, I have secret places around I, the metro. Oh my and god! We went Wait, to the boulevard. Can I just say that I was yeah, actually I was actually trying to not go there because like I I wanna keep that in my heart. As a secret, no like, one no one knows yeah, where know, it like, is though. No one knows where it is. So we're chill. True, we're cool. But yeah, like I think. As far as like I'm concerned, that's one of my favorite Stephen and Arrow moments. I just didn't want to Me say too. it out loud. Me um, too. But yeah, go ahead. Like, recount the event for us. <laughs> but yeah, we we sat there. I cried, and then like, um, as the sun was coming up, I asked. I it was um. You, me, Daisy, and another guy that we will not name. Another guy. But, um, yeah. And I started, I started talking to you guys one by one, giving you guys pieces of wisdom and advice. And I was mm-hmm. like, bitch, calm down. You're not the Dalai Lama. Like, girl. <laughs> you cried at the hey, you cried you by the what? sea. That doesn't make you wisdomous. Wisdomous? Is okay, that a word? But, uh, what what was the word? <laughs> wisdomous? Is that a word? Wisdomous? Um, you know what? Language is used to understand people. And Language I understand is ever you. evolving. I'm pretty sure people understand you as well. Yes. Language is eternally evolving. Truly, <laughs> but you know what? Um, like to be fair though, as pretentious as it might seem on the outside, yeah. Um you were at your element that night. As in I was. Uh like the sea, the moon, the stars, they were all there. Yeah. It was so quiet. I'm such it a was, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what? I for, I forgive you for being the Dalai Lama. I wasn't asking for, for forgiveness, night. Errol. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. And yet, you got some. I, this is the guy tai. <laughs> this is the guy tai truly. So over the years, you guys, that story of like this is the guy tai has stuck with us. Every time we're lost or something, we just go like, maybe this is the guy tai. <laughs> so that's oh, that fun. is so true. But counterpoint, another another iconic thing that we share is um your branding actually of yesterday didn't end at midnight oh my god okay so for our listeners who don't know <laughs> i want to hear your take on how you're going to explain okay. my instagram journal to them so explain oh, okay so for the listeners at home that don't know about this so yesterday didn't end at midnight is a phrase that often comes out of stephen's um, <laughs> private journal uh, <laughs> you know, uh, for the most part, as we've said, he is a party bitch. And I so that bitch. often entails, you know, like going past 12 o'clock. And for some people, <clears throat> past 12 Excuse o'clock me. is tomorrow already. Yeah. Um, But, you know, tomorrow doesn't end at midnight. The day continues on until you take a rest or until you decide that the day has ended. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I helped him just, like, I mean that to a point that it has become <laughs> his branding. That whenever I say branding. yesterday, 
exactly like it became your branding like i mean that to a point that it just became like yesterday didn't end at midnight is mr stephen argente um <laughs> and it's just every time it comes so up he just thinks of he, me now exactly like um it's so weird how yeah yeah like i've told you this before but like it's so weird how people like associate tomorrow with just like after midnight because yeah. like I, myself i don't i subscribe i fully subscribe to that like yesterday yesterday did it at midnight, midnight. yeah 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 exactly like, and so tomorrow just, only comes after i've slept like i don't care if it's exactly. 7 a.m as long as exactly. i haven't slept it's not tomorrow yet exactly um i once uh i was talking to like a a, a friend and um they were like oh let's meet up tomorrow um or rather like let's do this tomorrow when i have free time and so like i messaged him um I messaged him like the morning after he told me like let's meet up at like 2 a.m. and all of a sudden he was like oh I meant actual tomorrow actual and I'm like tomorrow. bamboozled it took me a while it took me a while to figure <laughs> out what he meant by by like tomorrow because I'm like tomorrow tomorrow doesn't end at midnight, at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> why would you end tomorrow at midnight that's so bad that's true <laughs> what happens to the rest of the days <laughs> that's true that's true right? so, i mean like it's yeah, kind of like, like become a consistent thing especially in the journal because again i partied a lot in college and usually it would end at around like 2 a.m 3 a.m 4 a.m or something and then i would update my journal Because my journal, um, for for our listeners who are also interested in journaling, um, I do have a physical journal where I have like a simple spread, and it's basically just like the calendar, um, a habit tracker, a brain dump, a reflection page, and to do list. Because I don't need like a dailies or the weeklies. So um, what I do instead is to keep memories in check and like to log in, to log them into like my memory and my like life in general. I have an online Instagram journal where I update it literally every day. Like it started in October 19, 2018. And up until now, I have not missed a single day. So I would count that as an accomplishment. And every time that, I would sleep at around early in the morning. I would update then. I because I update it before I go to bed. I would update it then, and then it would always be like, yesterday didn't end at midnight. It ended at blank a.m. And I feel like that's one of the things that stuck with Errol the most. And now yes. he's just like, <laughs> you mean tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yes. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> But yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Speaking of like, so Errol, you are like one of my closest friends. I'm sure you know that you're like one of my closest friends, and um, I treasure that fully. Um, we've actually been um over the pandemic. We've talked a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, you would call me whenever I need this, whenever I need to smoke or something like that, and we'd have like these cute little moments of like just two of us talking, and. As of the moment of this recording, it's actually been a while since we last caught up. That is true. That is true. So tell me, is there anything new with uh, you that you want to share with us? 
Oh man. Um is there well honestly I've been such a homebody lately though I'm pretty sure you know this already I've yeah. been such a homebody um you know like taking care of the house yeah. and whatnot mm-hmm. um but you know what I will let you in on a little secret okay. um, and this is for your game as well this I is see. an exclusive scoop, you guys. It's you heard it here an first. an exclusive scoop that no one will ever have the opportunity, um, the opportunity to, you know, actually experience this because I've actually been making up a new campaign setting. Oh. Um, a long-term B&B campaign setting. And... Uh, and I'm actually proud of myself. It's been in the works for like three weeks now. I haven't oh. told anyone, and I'm pretty sure. And as yeah, like it, it feels so fleshed out in my mind that it just feels so good to just like write it all over, like, like, just have full reins. Like yeah. I've grown, I've grown like better as a DM. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, when it just feels like, yeah, like it, it, it feels new. It feels exciting. It feels brand new to me. I'm so um, excited for you. So, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure you're going so to be excited. one of my players. I hope. Um, I hope to be one of your how, players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, for those, for just a yeah, quick pause so though, much. for the people who don't understand what we were just talking about, D and D is. The abbreviation for Dungeons and Dragons, and Errol and I have been playing for quite a while now. Um, quite a while. Quite a while. Quite a while. And DM stands for Dungeon Master, who's basically the storyteller of the game. They're in charge of like the storytelling, the story arcs, the roles, um, all that kind of stuff. So if you guys are interested in D and D, we are gonna have a D and D episode. Um, I don't know with who yet. That's going to be a secret. I'm not going to tell you guys who it's going to be with, but it's going to be an exciting episode. And for you guys, for you guys who are interested in D&D, you will get to that episode. And on that note, we are going to take a short break and we'll see you guys in a few. See you in a bit. Welcome back to Anything and Everything. Once again, I'm Stephen Urgente, and I'm your host for this evening. With us tonight is Mr. Christian Errol Silvestre. Say hello to everybody again. 
again with the again with the fanfare. Yeah, sometimes we have we have to live ourselves up. Yeah, we have to lift ourselves. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Of course, and um. So we've brushed up on like our memories together that we enjoy, like the somber moments and like the trip to Tagaytay and oh, na hindi natuloy because we were still in Laguna. And we've talked about briefly your D&D, uh, your D&D campaign that you're preparing for. And now I want to talk to you about something that I'm genuinely interested to talk to you about with because... I have no one else to ask this to. Well, there are the other people okay. I can ask this to, but it's kind of like, I have to, this is something I want to talk about with Errol. So, um, oh, interesting. It, it, thank you. In this topic, I want to talk about dating as a gay man, basically. Because Errol, um, for those of you who don't know, Errol, what's your soji? Your sexual orientation, gender identity. Oh, I am a um, I'm a cis bisexual. Uh, I don't know, just like I'm a cis homosexual biromantic, essentially. Okay, I um, see. Yeah. All right. So um, you know what? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of words for people who aren't who don't, initiated, who aren't, but yeah. you know what? You guys can figure it out. You That's guys true. can Google the things. So again, you will, you will I am find a cis, biromantic, homosexual. You guys can figure it cis, out what that is. biromantic, homosexual. All right, perfect. Yes. So I know that I don't want to, I want to say it in the nicest way possible, but there's no nice way to say this. Do I just say it you to you? You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, of course. Tito. So that's always been a um, relationship. From my perspective, you have been a serial dater. Oh. Would you agree? Yes or no? Gasp. 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 Um, <laughs> Gasp. Um, ha- I have... Am I a serial dater? I don't know what that constitutes. Yes. Um, I'm just going to say yes. Okay. <laughs> Great. Just, just so we have a label for it and everything. Um, I don't think I have to explain what a serial dater is anymore. Do you, do you want me to explain mm-hmm. what it is? Because even I'm not sure what it means. But like, I have an inkling of a thought about it. Uh, we'll let our... Uh, we'll let our viewers decide what that means. Yeah, okay. Let's let so, you know what so they have like a learning <laughs> ano, debate. So they can exactly. Google and educate themselves. We love Google we love, yourself. We love growth and development, <laughs> exactly. of course. Perfect. Exactly. So um uh, but yes, go dating, ahead. With dating, what's the what's been the hardest thing for you? Like as a cis biromantic homosexual, um, what's the hardest part of dating life for you? Um, truthfully, dude, like, I don't know if I have high standards, but men are just trash. Men are trash. That man. is true. I would agree that like, men are trash. <laughs> like, people are so boring. Like, people are so there's boring. a lot like, of people that are boring. And yeah, and you kind of like have to, you kind of like have to look for like, literally 
Exactly. The diamond in the rough. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, it just feels like... Uh, I feel like our listeners would empathize so much with this because, like, have you guys been on Bumble? No offense to the men on Bumble, but <laughs> y'all are so dry and so dull and boring. Like, how were you raised? Like, girl, there's exactly. you have nothing interesting <laughs> to talk about. Like, seriously, you have no point of conversation. That's who, That's your personality? Girl, that's not a personality. That's just sad. That's just sad. How do you, like, especially now in the time of Corona, love in the time of Corona, how do you find love in the time of Corona? How do you look for a date? How do you find people? How do you start dating? What's your process like? Um, Honestly, like, I haven't been trying, I haven't been actively looking for uh, just, like, a person to date. Yeah. Uh, mostly it comes from Bumble. Um, and just like, you know, like it, most of the time it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does, but then they suddenly not interested and it's just, oh, well. Back to the I'm, drawing board. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the drawing board indeed. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've known Errol for We've been close. I've been saying this the entire podcast episode, but we are like really close. Wouldn't you think so? I yeah, honestly, yeah. Like you've agree. seen me through my lowest, you've seen me through my highest, and I've seen you in both ways, I would believe. And also, um, I think we talk a lot, we talk bad about a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I don't want to say what they are, but Errol already knows what I'm talking about. And um, yep, I do. That's a secret. I love you so much, Errol, but I have to ask what is yes. the pettiest reason for you to have broken up with someone? What, you, you can choose not to answer this if you don't want reason? to. Wait, what's the pettiest reason that um, you that stop dating someone? From? No, what's the oh, pettiest okay. reason I that see. you broke things off with the other person with? For? With? Whatever. Oh, I said just like in a in a dating sense? Yeah, like for you. What, um, was, what was your pettiest reason? Oh my god. Um, I think I, told, I, I talked about this sometime, sometime ago. Yeah. Um, but one of the pettiest reasons that I was just like, Though I really want to date this person, was um, uh, they they didn't know Scott Pilgrim, and that I like Scott Pilgrim, like it was one of the founding reasons. That's for sure. But it was just like, man, oh do I really want to date someone who doesn't, who doesn't know. know Scott Pilgrim? <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world. No. The answer is probably no. <laughs> oh my god. So basically, were you looking were you looking for like your Ramona flowers? Was there ever a thing for you? Was that ever a thing for you? Good God. Um, um no, uh, I don't think that's no? healthy. But like I <laughs> no, like I don't think Ramona Flowers is even 
uh, a healthy character to be. Yeah, I don't think she with. is too, but yeah. Um, but like, no, like I just like apart from that, like that was just like one of the final stepping stones. Oh no, not even. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening. I would like to retract that answer. Okay. Steven, you found something you know better. What? You know what? The the yes. And okay. You, I'm pretty sure it's from the same guy and it's not walking fast enough. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Oh it's my not god. Not walking fast enough. I fucking Look, knew this was gonna come up tonight. I I am a fast, I'm a very fast walker. Yeah, and we walk the same pace. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like if if you don't keep up with my stride, I don't know okay. what what oh. to do with that. I, yeah, like I like I'm not going to tr- it's so hard. You know what? For all the fast walker listeners that we have fast here, walker listeners. I'm pretty sure that's a niche. That's a niche yeah. that people do. If you guys are fast walkers, you know the feeling of slow walkers in front of you or Oh my god, you yeah, that's so fucking annoying. Like not now, only does this yeah, guy yeah. have like zero common interests with me. He also walks very slowly, which just feels so restricting to me. Tell like, them, I remember. I would like to this. get to point A to point B as fast as possible. Same, same. <laughs> um, I would like for you to tell us the exact moment when you realized that, like, maybe this is not what I want. Because I remember oh, I was no. there. I was there, and. You did something and you were like, yeah, this is not going to work out. Tell them about that. What did he do? Wait, what exactly was it? Um... Remember, we were we were at Glorietta. Yeah. And then we just, we had just come from dinner. And you were, was we were walking. Him? We were, yeah, we were walking. Oh, th- we were, this was Greenbelt, sorry. But yeah, we were at Greenbelt. And we were walking, and I was, I was, I was purposely staying behind, mm-hmm. so that you and him could have like a moment together. Mm-hmm. And then he, I, from what I remember, from what you made cuento to me, he held your arm and he was like, "Ambilis mo maglakad." So you slowed down for him. I slowed down for him, but at what cost? But at what cost? But at what cost? And like, I remember when you guys slowed down. Again, I, I, I'm a very fast walker. Not very fast, but like I walk fast. Mm-hmm. And I remember, so I would, I would walk behind you guys, right? And then you guys slowed down, mm-hmm. and then I would stop because I was, I was almost gonna hit you guys, nah. And then I would continue to walk again, and then I would mm-hmm. stop, and then let you guys go ahead, and then I'm gonna walk again, and then stop. It was the most stressful day of my life in terms right, of walking. Like, in terms of walking. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Right? But like, yeah, I... Just I, walk. And like... Oh, but yes, I don't, was, it, was, it was within that time that I was... I don't like, want to be... I don't want to be a bitch, too, uh, but like, it's not the man I would break things off with a guy if he tells me that like, 
you're walking too fast. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna explain to him that like, hey, look, this is how I walk. If you can't keep up, it's fine. I can just kind of stand there in front of you and wait for you to catch up, and then continue walking and then wait for you to catch up. It's all right. I will stop for you because I like you. You know what, Stephen? That sounds very much like a like a game character. Oh, just like you're walking, so, and then it's just and then you're waiting for like the villager, like forward. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 It's just like please walk slower. Please, please walk, walk faster. You're yeah. so slow. You're so slow. Like Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, especially exactly. now in the pandemic. In this pandemic, how has dating been like a challenge for you? Like, what changed compared to like a non-pandemic setting in the before time and in the now time? What what changed for you in terms of dating? Um, in terms of dating, honestly, I haven't been. Uh, I don't know, like. Dating in in the quarantine just feels so disconnected, just because of like the online platform. It doesn't, you know, like I have touch as a uh, as love a language. Love language, yeah, yeah, touch, gift giving, and like you know, like all that stuff. And so it's just it feels acts of service. Like, how am I going to do all of my Love, know, languages. love languages in in uh in a time where social distancing is such a you know like it's such a mandatory thing because also like you know like act like gift giving where am I gonna get income right like that's true yeah <laughs> you know stuff Same like thoughts. that it's just like it's so hard to have those kinds of love languages yeah um and so like yeah like I it's I don't know. I don't know. Like stuff like that has been such a problem for me that frankly I don't you know like I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um so yeah, so yeah. Um I think that's like one of the biggest reasons. Uh rather that's one of the biggest dilemmas I've had all pandemic in terms of dating. Yeah. It's just it's it's hard. It's hard. That's true. It is hard. Right. And I also have a, a memory of you and me, but we weren't together at this point. You just kind of called me. Um, I don't know if you remember this day, but I think you do. You kind of got scammed Scam? by a potential... I don't want to say it. By a potential, you know. Uh-huh. By a potential. Yeah. And I remember... A bleep, by a potential toot, and um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I distinctly remember this memory because number one, it was so like drastic for you. Now, like, I can't believe anybody would do that to someone else. And I, I don't know if it was a lie or something. It sounds like a lie, right? I genuinely, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, but, I'm so sorry, but. Like, Going back to the memory of the two of us. Let's forget him. Let's forget him. Let's get back to us. We're going to talk about this in our private stuff. Yeah, in our private uh, moments. But yeah, um, I I remember this memory, not just because it was like a scam for you, but also because I was 
it was like early in the not early in the morning. It was around like 10 or 11 a.m. My mom and I and my tito, who's the driver of who's the grab driver of our car, we were headed to the grab office to get some documents like corrected mm-hmm. or like something like that or whatever or pass them like requirements. And then my phone was hooked on to the car Bluetooth and I was just playing like music. And then you called me and I haven't removed the Bluetooth yet. Oh my goodness. And then I, understand. I answered oh, no. the call and then the first thing is. you said was like, Bakla! And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my mom is here. My Tito is here. Oh. And this was This was like August last year or something like that. This was very early on in the pandemic. I was so stressed. Like, dude, I haven't even come out to them yet. Yep. And then you were like, yeah. Bakla! I, I was like, oh my God. I, oh my goodness. <laughs> but at least a good memory, well, a funny memory came out of that scam um, moment for you, right? And speaking of like close friendships, we've made some great friends throughout the pandemic. Don't you think? Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I think I think we have. Yes, we have. We have. Currently, Errol and I are involved with the with the friend group because we're we both come from the same friend group. We call ourselves Wabaka. We call ourselves Wabaka and Errol. I'm too shy to do this. So Errol, please explain to them why we're called Wabaka. Uh stupidly enough, uh Stephen said uh I don't know what the context was behind this, but um, you know what? Uh, for everyone listening, um, there is like an abbreviation <laughs> of we've been new. Yeah. Which is basically just like, W-K. oh, yeah, yeah, we've been found out. WBK. Yeah, and Stephen has this habit of saying like, <laughs> Ra- like letters <laughs> on its own like ikr probably to him just sounds like a cur it's icker um yeah i wouldn't be surprised icker exactly and like not and gonna lie is ngl and so, not gonna lie is ngl and in my and head it's just nagala nagala so and we've so been you i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> we've been new is abbreviated to wubaka wubaka and- <laughs> It's just the funniest fucking thing. Um, so stupid. So, I hate it. I hate that origin story. Wabaka. And like, we are turning, our friend group, this Wabaka is turning one this April 27th. And up until now, a year later, Wabaka. we're still called Wabaka. And like, I... That is true. We've solidified that. We've solidified that for Wabaka. For no good reason. For no good reason. It's just, I'm sorry, no it's my head. Reason. It just goes haywire sometimes. I, Again, not gonna lie, it's NGL. It's Nagala. You know? Nagala. I know, right? Iker. It's IKR. Iker. Yeah. Jeez. I know, right? How my brain works. I don't I don't know why. Yep. So, speaking so, of Wabaka. That's pretty much what, what we've Yeah. That's true. Speaking of Wabaka, what is your like? Do you have like a favorite memory of Wabaka? What What's your favorite memory of Wabaka? I want to know because we've had so many memories oh, together. We 
in the span of a year. Can you believe? Um, um I feel like I I'm going to under uh I feel like I'm putting someone under fire by saying this, but one of my like most controversial, but also like one of my proudest memories of Wabaka was just like one of one of our friends started dating another one of our friends. Go there. I was I think it's fine, but go okay, fine. I'm gonna, you know what? This is redacted all throughout. I'm just gonna be like our friend, our friend, our friend. And you guys have to figure out the viewers at home have to figure out which friend I'm talking about. Okay. 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 Uh, but like our one of our friends started dating another one of our friends and I in was in the so same friend group. In the f- same friend group. And so I was so against it for multiple various reasons. And I remember we had a phone call about this and we were both against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, we had to let the whole thing pan out. And basically, like, I was the most vocal about it. And so, like, I was basically put under the light of, you know, like, just the villain the the most negative about it but yeah. within good reason like i care for both of them and same you know like whatever it 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 takes at this point i was concerned for both of them i was but too. you know what yeah like that was one of my like i that was one of my like i guess like top 10 like moments of wabaka was just like like Oh man, this group was actually out for each other in in a way that like cares for each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we have so many moments like that where, um, you know, like even in like subtle, maybe not even direct ways, we care for each other, and it's just, it's a very heartwarming. It's very heart, uh, like you know, like heartfelt. Um to have those moments even. That's um, true, yeah. It feels good. It feels good, honestly, like having mm-hmm. that type of encouragement. Yeah. Um, and just like support in a friend group. Yeah. It, you know, like it feels, uh, it, it feels as though like, you know, like quarantine has been such a hard time for a lot of people. Yeah, but of course, like Wabaka, Wabaka really made it worth it. Like I didn't expect Wabaka. I I think I was talking about this with you at the start of the pandemic, but Wabaka, yeah. we didn't think I Wabaka didn't would feel, stick out. I yeah, like I personally didn't think like Wabaka. Wabaka isn't very necessary for me, and I didn't think that um I needed this group. Um. You know, like to a certain extent that I was just like very discouraged on how like I didn't think the group needed me. I didn't think that like, you know, like all these other like insecurities, but then like they all stuck out, they all they all just like proved me wrong essentially. And it was just like one of the best feelings that I, you know, like I that's that's true, yeah. yeah. So, as a last question, I usually ask this in the beginning 
but I forgot. I'm so sorry. So I'm going to ask this to you as a last question. Errol, I want you to explain to our listeners, who are you and what do you do? Um, hello, I am Errol Sylvester and I uh, currently am a homebody. Um, I do a lot of things, honestly. I, uh, I cook, I clean, and I do photographs and other such artsy things. Wait, did I ask you about this before? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think Did so. Did I? No. You know what? Editing Stephen no. will find out. And I'm pretty sure I'm not going to remove this this part anyway. No, so that's true. It's fine. So you do a lot of things. You do photography. You do a lot of cooking. Um, what yeah. else do you do? Um, like, what else are you up to? You're also a DM. Um, You're also a player in D&D. I'm also of an avid player of... Oh, so sorry. I'm also an avid player of Dungeons & Dragons. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, at this point, I'm a lot of things, but all of them are, uh, you know, kind of shitty, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, I hope um, things look yeah. up for you. Well, I hope things start looking up yeah. for you. And, um, for the people who are listening, um, where can they catch you if they want to like engage with you or if they want to follow you or give you a shout out um where where would they find you honestly i'm just going to plug my instagram um at missing rainbows um as in literally m-i-s-s-i-n-g rainbows um uh that's pretty much it i'm not gonna plug right. my twitter because that's very messy and kalat. all right thank you so much Thank you so much for for spending time with me, Errol. Thank you so much for being a guest in tonight's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Did you have fun? I did. Of course I did. You know, of I course. Did. Thank you so much. That was really um, sweet. We had a really nice conversation. <laughs> I really liked it. It was so messy, but that's just how we talk. It was so messy, but... That's just how we talk, basically. That is true. That's true. We just insert some random memory. We're just everywhere. We're just everywhere. We're just everywhere. The gays are winning. The gays are everywhere. Again, we're all just everywhere. So thank you so much again, Errol, for being <laughs> tonight's guest for this that podcast. And, and you we'll know see what? you guys soon. Thank you so much, Stephen, for everything. <laughs> thank you oh, you so know what? Can I do the outro? Also. Sure, you can do the outro. I'm going to have an outro after can this. Can I do the outro? the outro? Sure. That's true. You know what? Um, go listen to Stephen's podcast. I'm going to shout out Stephen's podcast, even though I'm in it. In- um, <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out podcast he- in my own podcast. Yeah, you know what? Shameless plug. Um, go go, uh, go listen to Stephen's podcast. It's um anything and everything. Um, currently there's um. <laughs> uh, episodes and trailers <laughs> um this is so stupid uh, <laughs> Stephen, what do you usually say in your outro let me do it better than you i don't want to tell you i'm still gonna do the outro after this but it's something okay, along well, the lines you know of like what? you've you been listening to Stephen yeah. Arhente at at steve at our 
Saga Are you plugging Argente? my account? Yes. I've this is your final goodbye? Your You're plugging my accounts? Hey, you know what? We gotta buhat the bench at some point. That is even true. Even if it's our friends. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay. But you once know what? Again, you do the outro. I'm shit at this. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest in tonight's episode, Errol. Um, for those of you who are listening, his social, his Instagram will be in the episode description of this show. And we'll see you guys real soon. Say goodbye, Errol. Goodbye. Woo! You've been listening to Anything and Everything with Stephen Argente. My guest this week was my very special friend, Errol Silvestre. And you can find his socials on the episode description of the show. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sagargente. Our theme music is Anything Under the Moon by Alephon, and you can find him on Bandcamp at alephon.bandcamp.com and Alephon on Spotify. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not tell your friends? And maybe subscribe, because why not, right? And we have more content for you, so stay tuned and see you soon. Bye!